Recorded live at Brand USA Travel Week, UK and Europe 2022 in Frankfurt, Germany. This is Brand USA Talks Travel. Here's your host, Mark Lapidus. I hope this question isn't too awkward to answer. Who makes better beer, Germany or America? As you know, I'm not much of a drinker and I have no, I don't understand beer at all. But seems like this part of the world makes some pretty good beer. I've heard the number one beer in Germany is actually Budweiser. Might be. They love everything American. <laughs> My guest today is our chief marketing officer, Brand USA, Tom Garzilli. Welcome, Tom. It's great to be here, Mark. Thank you. Congratulations on celebrating the fourth year of Travel Week. Can you give us the background on how Travel Week was created and how it has changed over the years? Sure. As you know, of course, because you're part of telling our stories and making connections, and we are all about adding value to our stakeholders and what we call our stakeholder amplification strategy, which is to help move forward those many, many partners who are already in the international markets and give them value and amplify their work, but at the same time, lower barriers of entry for those partners who are either not as deeply involved or not as well-funded. And one of the big areas of opportunity for us was just the idea that we could create a better way of connecting our many, many destinations with the buyer community in Europe, a better opportunity than was available to them previously. And so we created Travel Week, which is essentially one-to-one business appointments with some enrichment opportunities and networking opportunities. And 2019 was our first travel week and it was very successful and it's evolved organically at first into other things. 2021, when we had Travel Week in London, was shortly after the borders reopened, and a number of CEOs and leaders from many of our exhibitor organizations wanted to come just to celebrate the opening of the borders, and that turned into a group of 16 fantastic CEOs, and they came, and we put together pretty quickly a bit of a summit for them with journalists and airlines so that their visit would be worthwhile, and that's turned into the CEO Summit that we did this year with 27 CEOs. And then this year, we also added a media forum, which was just to give a wider berth of partners who had PR people available a chance to meet directly with journalists. Let's play Travel Week by numbers. Any interesting results to share in terms of number of meetings or anything else? Yeah, it was really a worthwhile week, I think, for anybody that participated. We had 3,677 meetings between our exhibitors and buyers and 710 meetings with journalists in our media forum and about 60 meetings with the CEOs and journalists. So about 4,500 different interactions, which is pretty significant. It's really incredible that it happens in such a short period of time. It's amazing, and I have to say I'm so proud of our team at Brand USA and our partners at Hills Balfour in Europe putting three separate events together simultaneously in this amazing venue. By the way, this venue, the Opera House in Frankfurt, is just spectacular, and the branding and the services, it just was fantastic. CEOs from travel organizations are often together at conferences, but it is rare that they actually have a meeting as a unit, right? 
That's correct. I mean, what really was interesting about this few days is they get a chance to spend a couple of days of quality time together, get to hear each other, talk about their destinations. They get to learn from one another in a much more intimate way. That, I think, is one of the interesting benefits that's come out of the CEO Summit piece. We always learn a lot when we have events like Travel Week. Are there some things you'd change for next year's event in London? Our continuing thoughts are around how we can accommodate more and more of our stakeholders because the challenge with an event like this, because we are very much focused on the quality of the one-on-one appointments, that is at the center of this event and will always be. There's only so many buyers across Europe, and that is a very small number relative to the number of places that we want to talk about. So it's just a matter of thinking about some ways that we can expand that opportunity I think we've also learned every time we add an event, part of the event, the media forum, we learned a lot. Primarily, journalists really want to tell stories of the USA, and they're really interested in out-of-the-gateway different experiences. They're always going to want to talk about the iconic places, but they really are gravitating to those unique stories. And again, we have an endless number of them. And so I see that media forum concept expanding and becoming more and more a part of what we do. We had a number of speakers. Anything you'd like to highlight? There were a lot of great and helpful sessions. I did a session on storytelling and on Go USA TV and the importance of having integrity in storytelling. And we had a few other sessions, particularly one today, that was purely about storytelling. And I think that is just such an important topic for all of our partners because anybody can play in that space. Tom, during your presentation at Travel Week, you spoke about the interdependent relationship between content and distribution. Please hit a few highlights for our listeners. Yeah, so that was the speech. You know, we kind of coined the phrase or using the phrase the power couple to describe great content and thoughtful distribution as pictured by Beyonce and Jay-Z along with Sonny and Cher for those who are of an older generation. But yes, it was a conversation about how important it is as you're thinking about content and storytelling to think about your distribution channels at the same time because a lot of times, as you well know, depending upon the channel, that is going to help determine the kind of storytelling you're going to do. So they really have to happen simultaneously. I had a really good time telling those stories. You and I have talked about this before. A common trap that content creators fall into, mainly because it saves money and time, is that they'll take one piece of content and try to adapt it to fit many different platforms. And it just doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, and that is at the core of this process, right? Which is to say, you know, you could start with your content or you could start with your distribution. You need the right type of content for the right distribution channel for the right audience. So you start with your audience. Your audience tends to be on Instagram. You need to create an Instagram content. That's a certain type of content. We talked a lot about, you know, on the go, lean in, lean back content and the different types of stories you're talking about. But The point is what they all have in common is that they're all emotional and inspiring in their own right. No matter what happens, you have to have a great story. You have to have a good storyteller, even if it's 15 seconds of content. What trends surfaced during Travel Week? There's the ongoing conversation about the optimism around visitation returning to pre-pandemic levels. We got some very encouraging input from our airline partners 
And yeah, I think the overarching interest is in, you know, how quickly are we going to get back to 2019 levels? And everyone seems to feel, you know, next year into the following year is where we are. Lots of optimism, lots of love to sell the USA. What are the Europeans saying about their economy? I know there was a huge tax change in the UK. You know, it depends on kind of who you talk to, but obviously there's some concerns around the currency valuation, devaluation. But as with most things like this, they're kind of cyclical. And I think overall, again, there's optimism for the long haul and some concerns in the short term about some of these issues. What's new with receptive tour operators? You know, we've had some receptive operators here, and I think they're interested in trying to create some new product. I think they realize they need to do that to grow their own businesses, and we're happy to have them here facilitating that. We all need to work together to increase the number of places that are being offered around the world in order for us to grow as a country. So it's great to have all hands on deck. Now the Travel Week UK and Europe is over. How do you feel about virtual meetings? Will they still be part of our future? Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. What I think it confirmed, and actually we talked about this in one of my sessions, is that you need both. We're going to be doing two things on our global marketplace specifically related to this travel week. One is in December having one-on-one appointments virtually for a number of our stakeholders who wanted to come here who we could not accommodate. And then in February, we come back with another virtual event where the partners who were here for travel week get a chance to talk to more buyers. In the end, there are about 150 buyers here and you only have 30 36, 38 appointments. So this gives everyone an opportunity to get another set of appointments. And there's just no way we could come back and do that physically again and again. So the virtual is an invaluable complementary tool to our in-person meetings. And whether that's Travel Week or any of the other global face-to-face work we do, the virtual will just continue to support that as will the International Pavilion that we really talked a lot about this week, which we've just launched officially, and you well, you know it well. You built the walls around it and a lot of what's inside of it. It's a hugely valuable tool for our stakeholders. It gives them all the foundational information that they need that ordinarily they'd have to pay a lot of money to get before they get into the market. It's also a great tool even for those people in the market to use for training. So lots of great tools. Some of them are virtual. A lot of our work face-to-face, all underway at full strength now. I can tell by the look on your face that it's been a very satisfying week, but you're also ready for vacation. (laughs) Enjoy yourself, Tom, and thanks for joining me on the podcast. Thanks, and thanks for the time. I'm glad we got a chance to chat. We've got more brand USA Travel Week episodes, so I hope you'll listen daily or binge listen when we push them out to your favorite podcast platform. I'm Mark Lapidus. Thanks for listening. This is Brand USA Talks Travel at Travel Week. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends.